Ladies and gentlemen, the elixir of property capital growth. This morning, we're going to rank up other countries in the world to show you how Australian property goes. And let's face it, that's the whole reason why we buy property capital growth. Stay tuned. Oh, Mr. Drury, how are you? Yeah, really good. I've been sleeping really well lately. I think it's all the morning minutes. It's all the hard work. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, beautiful day today, guys and girls. But this is a big one. This is, you know, agents are always flogging this. They're always saying, look, I get, you know, look, I know it's shelter. You put your family in there. It's great. But the the big kick out of property is the capital growth. And I often think, how are we faring compared to the rest of the world? How are we ranking up with Australian property? We're always told that we're expensive, but, you know, is it worth it compared to other areas? Should, you know, could we be buying somewhere else in the world where there's, it's a better investment? Property is a better investment. So we brought some cool facts up today. Billy, can I tell you a story? When I was in Alaska, yeah. Have I told you this one? Yeah, but you never say that to like a, an old person. You, know, you never tell your grandpa, you've already told me the story, for example, or the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good story. Go away. I love it. You just tell her. So we're in a, <clears throat> Les and I are in a bus, in a, in a tour bus in Alaska, and this lady goes, and she says, yeah, you know, like property, one lady in the back puts her hand up. She goes, you know, how does property go out here? And the girl on the microphone in the front of the bus goes, whoa, I've got to tell you, it's been pretty good. And everyone on the bus goes, oh, wow. She says, yeah, yeah. She says, I bought my house for $87,000 uh, seven years ago. And the one just next door to me, which is almost the same, just sold. And I was like, oh, wow, you bought for 87000 what did the one next door sell for? She says, 98000 <laughs> And everyone goes, wow. Wow. That's, 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 you know, for seven years, that's sort of pretty good. And it got me thinking, and, and it's a great topic for today, because, you know, worldwide, how are we going with our property growth? Does it double? Does it halve in some countries? Does it double? Does it triple over a 10, 20, 30 year period? We've got the data for you. Yeah, and, and uh, the other thing, we're about to pull up this data, but before we get into it, I love how um, as, a, as a young person, you always say, you know, oh, you know, the property, everyone made money in property from the 80s and the 90s, and now it's over, it's done. There's no more big money in real estate. And we've kind of, uh, yeah, we've got the facts to support this argument now. So let's hit that share screen. Absolutely. I'm going um, to pull it up now for you. So this is house prices um, around the world, 2010 to 2022, quarter two. So pretty much a year ago. Um, now I'm going to, obviously, you've got a pretty good overall uh view there but i'm gonna just see if i can get it down to certain countries first 
Okay. Can you see that well, Mark? Because I can't see our screen now. Yeah. <clears throat> super clear, super clear. Okay, cool. So starting up, I guess you, you were up in around this this region up here, uh, Canada, US, Mexico. Um, about 80% of the world's economies have experienced real estate price growth since 2010. That's almost everyone has experienced some form of growth. So that's good news. It goes up. That's good news. Yeah, it does go up. Um, so I'm going to move across the world now, but you can see starting with Canada as a benchmark, 90%. As you move across, Iceland takes Trump's 103%. It's wow, a, look how Turkey's going. But yeah, Spain, even even the places you like to holiday, some of them have not, not uh, done the numbers you'd hope. Yeah. And then we've got Australia down here, which I'm going to pull up for you in just a sec, but there we go. So basically the heavy purple are pretty good capital growth sort of countries. Yeah. Um, there's some negative growth there in Russia for obvious reasons. Yep. Yeah, there's a couple of European countries, a couple of in the Middle East, South Africa's down. New Zealand's kicking. So New Zealand's the big winner. So politically instable, uh, instability politically does yep. not help with capital growth. I think you can see from a lot of, from scanning across the world there, the last 12 years of property prices, if you just tuned in, on capital growth, um, you can see that you've got to be, if you're, if you're well, if you're politically stable, uh, you generally do pretty good. Uh, Luke says, uh, always look, bye-bye, love growth, international immigration is key, New Zealand at 90, 97%, absolutely. Now, what's interesting is <clears throat> I think I think what we're also going to be seeing now is due to what's happened with COVID, people have been, have, have um, finally, the shackles are off. So if you were looking to see to do a domestic sea, sea change or tree change, it's, you've probably done it around Australia. That's a domestic one. If yeah. you were going to do an international sea change, tree change, because you was punished in, in COVID, these moves, moving your family, yourself, your belongings, your home, everything you own, is just starting to unfold the last 12 months you know when china opened its borders finally that was that was probably the final piece yeah um so much of a rush in some countries that they've actually doubled or tripled property taxes uh for instance singapore has you pay about 60 percent in singapore to buy something in singapore if you're a foreigner um, so there was a lot of Chinese trying to get into trying to get into Singapore. That's now been held back. So we're starting to see that here in this graph. That's it. And um, do you want me to have a quick? Do you want me to go around the world again before we leave, and bring it back to DIY? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, departing Australia into uh, into the South America. Chile, Chile, look at Chile, they're on fire, literally, Brazil, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm mainly in this region up here, Europe. That's what interests me is, you know, always always had the idea of maybe buying a, a holiday home in some of the countries you you know you love, but um, the growth just is not there. And I think on the on the back, guys and girls, when we're looking at capital growth worldwide, and I've, I have mentioned uh, political instability or stability, um, probably one of the other ones there, uh, education, um, yeah. is super, is super you know, accreditation worldwide for being educated in those countries, so people will move around for that reason. Medical, um, you know, hospitals and that you're safe and that you know disease. Uh, probably another one would be property taxes. Um, yeah. It's probably the number way for a number one way for a government to keep foreigners away would be by putting a foreigner tax in. So all these things come to consideration with with um, buying around the world and also growth. That's it. All right, I'm going to bring it back home. I'm bringing it back to DY because we've got a we've got a couple of examples. Oh, before, before, before we go, can we bring up the top 10 countries' highest capital growth? Yeah. You got that little... I think that's the second one I sent you sent over to you. Yeah. I find it really interesting. Now, and also before we go, um, guys and girls, 10%, sorry, 27% is the blended rate for capital growth worldwide. You got that so if you want to if you guys are trying to work out um what average property goes up over a 12-year period that's 27 percent i'll give you a working example if you buy a property any uh, in on average in the world for a million dollars 12 years later it'll be worth 270 more 1.27 that's the average capital growth blended worldwide. According to according to visualcapitalist.com. I think that, yes, thank you. Thank you for your hard work. Um, I think that's quite positive, do you not think? Yeah. Absolutely. Considering everything that happens around the world, I think that's pretty good. All right, but here's our top ten. Um, at the top of the charts. Iceland, 103%. That's what pretty incredible. Estonia, yep. New Zealand, balanced on 97. Chile at 95. Turkey at 91. Canada at 90. Luxembourg at 85. Hungary, there you go. I would not put that in my wow. top 10. Yeah, 84%. Hong Kong, 83%. Israel, 80%. Really interesting. Amazing. I'm surprised, surprised DY is not on there, the number 11. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. But I, also, I, I think also, um, these, some of these places are, uh, are also havens. Um, so if you're, in a, if, you're in a, in, uh, if you're worried about your uh, family um, or your money, um, some of these countries you can see are actually a bit like havens to, uh, to get to, and you know you've got that stability and protection um, yeah. in those countries. So yeah, interesting. All right. Now I've got. Um, now I've got to bring it home to DY. So this this is a a particular building that we're looking at today, called the Meriton. 
Merrison Complex DY. It's uh, if you're local, it's the one that's above Woolworths in particular we're looking at. But um, these are some recent sales. Sold off the plan um, from 2017, 2018 to 2019. Finished. Uh, and then the recent sales that were done in sort of 2022 and 2023, we were having a look at some of the capital growth. As an example, this is a three bed, I like, two bathroom car. I like DY um, because DY's got more units in it than the Sydney CBD. So it's an it's an excellent metric to use. It's not It's not like, oh, there's five sales a year in that suburb. We do more like 60 to 70 sales a year a month, seven, six to 700 sales a year in that suburb. So it's a very, very good metric for Sydney. And then we like Meriton because Meriton was basically a brand new building that sold at market about five years ago. So anything, the whole 350 units sold four or five years ago. So we had a yeah. start. We had a, a fixed start time, and then now we've moved across to the, some sales that we're going to show you today. And this is going back. I want you guys to compare this to the international prices. Yeah. So international sold growth. off the plan for a mil, 1.28. Sold unconditionally on the 3rd of March this year for 1.5. Could we zoom up a bit, Billy Bob? I, I, I can't zoom up in this format. Uh, okay, no worries. Next. Sorry. <laughs> um, next one. So pretty good. So you buy something for a million bucks, as an example, you're going to make 170 grand. That is only in four years' time. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, this one here on the 12th floor, a two bed, two bath, one car, 100 square, 100 square meters on title. It was bought for just over a million dollars, mil 15. It's sold in the interim, but recently traded on the 12th of August, 2022 for 1.35. That is 33% growth. That's solid. Solid. Another two bed, solid. two bath, one car. This one had a big terrace. Um, sold off the plan at 1.22, just traded on the 10th of September last year, 1.575. 29% growth. Solid. Another one. Sold off the plan for a mil 98. Sale, sold on the 10th of June 22 for 1.42. 29.2% growth. Incredible. And that's the end of it. We've just sold one though on the weekend. And that's why we wanted to talk about this. 633 at 17 Howard. This has absolutely shattered the block's capital growth record. Talk us through it, Mark. Pretty big. So um, how much did they buy for? They bought for 1.13. Yeah. And then on the weekend, we sold it for 1.6, say 1.6, just short of 1.61. Yeah. Um, it represented 42% growth. Um, I do have to note, if you've watched the first half of this segment today, we were talking about over 12 years. We've just reverted to talking about over four years um, when, we, when, we talked to D, when we talked about DY. So it's a pretty impressive, Sydney is a pretty impressive place to buy. Yeah, it is. And uh, I think that is a, 
that's not a, a success story of, of uh, one particular big auction, but it's a success story for the whole building and um, and DY really. It's quite incredible. I think it is. And I think I think so. World stage, well said, and 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 you can even you can even push that across to um, almost all parts of Sydney doing that, having that same capital growth. So, in summary, guys and girls worldwide, property will do about 27 percent over a twelve year period. That's the blended rate. Uh, but when you and that's as per uh, if you jump onto visualcapitalist.com. There's a beautiful article written uh, in there. I'll uh, I'll share that. Um, we'll share that in the comments today as well, so you got it. And um, Australia, yeah. it's pretty much doubling. So it's sitting at about 100. Um, percent Now, is it going to continue to do that? That's the big question. It's done it for the last hundred years. Well, that's uh, that's the yeah. That is the golden question. But um. There's the, there's the photo link for you guys. I'm going to post that in there for you. Um, have a quick look. Yeah, is it going to do it for then? I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope it does. Pretty pretty cool. And look, and I think fundamentally, politically, health, education, lucky country. I, and I, I think it will. I think the future is really, really bright for Sydney, Australia, particularly with people coming around worldwide to join us. That's a good show this morning have oh there's all the all those in there thanks for popping those in have a great day you too thanks mark see you mate. Bye, bye. Bye.